Welcome to what is known in the scientific world as an experiment, or in my world as something new, trying, attempting something, and that is as follows. There is a program called Mishnah Yomi, Mishnabura Yomi, excuse me, and that is that the Dirshum Mishnabura, I don't know if you've seen that, what is Mishnabura? So Mishnabura is the six-volume set written by Yisrael Meir Kagan, otherwise known as the Chavetz Chaim after his other work, where he gives, ha, writes a running commentary on Shulchan Aruch Orachaim, Orachaim meaning the laws of daily life, starting from when you wake up in the morning all the way until davening, tefillah, food, brachos, and then all the laws of the holiday, Shabbos and the holidays. And he has his commentary, two commentaries, one called the Mishnabura, one called the Bir Halacha, where it goes into it even more in depth. A few years ago, the Machon Dirshu, which is a it's institute, put out an updated commentary, updated by means of they added in more contemporary posts and more contemporary uh, halachicizers on the side. So if the Mishnah talks about one area in Hilcha Shabbos and the laws of Shabbos, they'll add in well, what the application to that when it comes to more modern day technology, um, such as sensors or whatever else may, may be. Additionally, they'll add in if someone disputes with the Mishnah etc. They, Dirshu, it's a big institute, they also have what's called the uh, Mishtabura Yomi, where you learn one page of the Mishtabura every single day. My experiment is, and it's, it's only, I think, believe, five days a week, and then the sixth and seventh are Chazar built in review. My experiment is as follows, I am not going to give a shear on Mishtabura Yomi, I'm not even sure I'm going to do this every day, but I'm going to learn it myself, because I want to learn it. I'm going to learn it out loud, and I'm going to record myself, and I invite you to listen in, to provide feedback, and if this is something people enjoy and want more of, then we can make it more official, more formal, and potentially do it more often. But here I'm going to do this one or two pages, uh, again, learning myself, inviting you to listen in, and then if this is something you want, so we can do this on a more uh, day-to-day basis, so please give me your feedback. And uh, we're also we're going to try to do it in a concise way so that it's not going to take hours. Again, so you can listen to this in your commutes, maybe even afterwards, look it up. We'll start today where Dear Shemesh Deborah learned this week, and that is in Simon Laman Zion, Simon 37, the 37th chapter. And that is dealing with the laws, Zman Hanochas Tvilin. The laws of play, putting on the, the time of putting on the Tvilin, and it is three Sifim, it is three, three parts. It says. The Shulchan Aruch opens up. What are the laws? When do you put on tefillin? Well, before we even get to that, Simon Aleph is Godel Schar Mitzvah Tefillin. The great is the reward for the Mitzvah Tefillin. V'chol Misha Einu Menichem Hu Bechlab Boshe Yisrael Begufon. And anyone who does not put on tefillin is among the sinners of Klal Yisrael. Says Mishnah Bura. Let's give a little commentary. Schar Shikol Menichem Marich Yom Ba'Olam Hazeh. Anyone who puts on tefillin extends their days in this world. Shnemer Hashem Aleihem Yichyu. Those who put the name of God on them, right? Tefillin has the name of God on them. But Tefillin, Yichyu, they shall live. And certainly they are guaranteed they will be a person who lives in the world to come, who is guaranteed a place in the world to come. And the fires of Gehenim won't, won't affect him. All his, all his sins will be forgiven. And this is all. This comes to b'shem So so important to put on tefillin because not only will it enhance your life in this world, but also it will allow you to have a place in the world to come. Which is why, by the way, Chabad was so insistent that everyone put on tefillin. One of the reasons why, because they wanted everyone to at least have this chance. Um, the Dirshu adds in. Uh, 
says the Bach, the Bach is by his Chodesh, Yoel Circus, the commentator on the side of the show, on the, on the tour, a person takes God's name, they place it so close to their body. You're essentially showing you're being dovuk, you're clinging to Hashem, which is actually a verse in this week's parashah. Also, you increase your days in this world. Our, the Mishnah goes on, and anyone who doesn't, the, the, commenting on the Shulchan Aruch, when the Shulchan said anyone who does not put on tefillin is uh, is is included in the sinners of Israel. He says even those who don't put it on just for a certain time period, I'm not going to wear it no, for next week or so. Or if they're constantly mivatel mitzvazu, it's it's a constant that they keep on forgetting to put it on, um, and the and so much so that the again the dirshu commenting on the side that he says one who doesn't wear tefillin is actually mivatel eight mitzvos. Because the way that tefillin are made up, and this we learned in the previous pieces, which we didn't do together, are there are eight parshos written in the tefillin, eight different eight different parts of the Torah written in rolled into the tefillin, right? Four on the hand and four on the head. The hand are all in one long roll, and the head is in four different compartments. That's a little bit extreme. From begun even one who doesn't wear for one day is included in the Boshe Yisrael, which is interesting because Tzvillin, it seems to be just a mitzvah's asse. The Chlap Boshe Yisrael. Now, he's going to, uh, he's going to uh, explain why we're using such harsh language. And who in particular? Does it really mean anyone? It's not someone doesn't put it on because they forget or they're neglectful or they never learned about it, but someone who doesn't put it on because they think, oh, why do I want to wear it's filling these funny boxes on the head, wrapping the straps from my arms? It's ridiculous. It's bazooya be'enav. Um, then he says, then he says further, Part of the laws of Tzvillin, which are, come up here, again, we, we only starting today in the middle, is one needs to have a clean body. And a person who's very concerned, they're not going to have a clean body. Or they're concerned, they don't know how to properly uh, live up to the expectations of the Kedusha, of the sanctity one has to have when they wear Tzvillin. Even though that too is a sin, which is very interesting, by the way. Because you might say the person trying to be extra careful and punctilious about the way their, their observance of mitzvahs so much so that they don't want to even come to have the wrong intention when they're wearing the tefillin. And they don't want to have a dirty, you know, the unclean body when they're wearing the tefillin, so they're not going to put it on. That too is an Avera, you know, the Torah, the Torah wasn't given to the angels. God knows that we sometimes aren't going to have the best intentions, and therefore we have to try our best. And as long as we try our best, then we can wear the tefillin, even though it may end up leading to some sort of a gosh enonakia, the body that's not clean. That's what he says. So again, what his point basically is, someone who doesn't put it on because they're concerned or scared of putting it on because they, they think they can't live up to the expectations of the halacha, of how they have to comport themselves and how they have to uh, clean them, cleanse themselves, etc. Again, they should not do so. They should uh, believe in themselves more. But they're not considered among the poshei Yisrael, the uh, sinners of Israel. And certainly someone who, let's say someone is in a, in a state where they can't have a clean body, they are, they're having some sickness, and they're constantly having to go to the bathroom, let's say, and they love wearing film, they miss it, so certainly that's not a problem. 
the cost of a bach says the bach again the bach is chadosh. We mentioned him a minute ago. That filim ain't hamitzvah bezui beinov. Ach mimeneil milahanicha mipnei bitum lacha oshar hevsin mamon omach was atzlus. Gam kein hu bechlab hashi yisrael. So he's very he's very extreme. Um, he's very more, more severe. Let's say even someone who would feel is not bezui beinov. They think it's an important mitzvah, but they're like, I'm so busy. I have to get to work. I, 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 I'm gonna, if I wear tefillin, I can't, I can't, uh, it's gonna cause me a half sin moment, I'm gonna lose out of money, or I'm just lazy. Says the Bach, that too is in, in, in someone who's a poshe Yisrael. You, know, you have to, priorities, and priorities, number one is to wear tefillin. Uh, but then, then the Mishnah Bura says, if there was a who, um, and says the Mishnabura, he takes this one step further, because this should be a Dover Musr to Chacha, rebuke to those who do put on film because they're lazy, they don't bother you know, checking the mirror or making sure that the head, the head is positioned in the right place and the Shalyad is positioned in the right place, because again, they're lazy. And if you don't put it in the right place, so it's as if you didn't work to fill in at all. And he includes the Purim agrees with this and says one who does not put on film in the right way. It's as if they're just left it in the in the in the case. So you see, we said earlier in, in Simon twenty-seven, um, which where we expanded upon this. Begufan, why? What does it mean here? Bechlav uh, so begufan with their bodies. The dino pasuk b'shas rosh hashanah yudzayin. Tells us, someone who's a banani, an intermediate person, someone who's neither totally good or totally bad, or a regular, a regular Joe, as we'd say, a regular guy, Hashem is usually judges them favorably. He says, "All oh, right, you're a regular guy, so we're gonna we're gonna be, have rachmanus on you." But a per- if they find a person b'sochavon also. As in not wearing fillings, then they're gonna Hashem's not going to judge them favorably. And again, he explains what happens to someone who's uh, who ends up going to Gehenna, etc. That's as long as he didn't do tshuva. Because tefillin is so important, as the Mishnabura, make sure you get tefillin that are kosher to buy it from someone who's, a, who's known to be a sofer mumcha, an expert sofer, expert author, writer, and they're yari shemayim, and they they're about Torah. The chain ritzuos you can be ishniyah neman by the the, stra- the straps from someone who's who has is trustworthy. So you know they came from kosher animals, and they were done lishma. Part of making tefillin has to be done l'shem mitzvah tefillin. The same way when you make matzah l'shem mitzvos matzah. One who places tefillin that are not kosher on their head. Not only are they a, are they a, have a problem that they never wore tefillin properly because they're, they're, they're puzzled tefillin, but also they're making many brachos levatala. They're making brachos that um that uh are in vain because they're saying I'm making a brach on something, but it's the article that they're making the brach on is not kosher. But it's in Harab Rabam Hamach Sheila. Says the Mishnebura, uh, and because uh, there are many sins, there are many of those who are who are mishal on this. They they they, they stumble in this. Meshakonim tefillin or two as means to have a lefi shemachem b'zul. 
They, they're trying to get a good deal. So they find the cheapest guy in the market. And it turns out they're buying Apostle Tefillin. Because also perhaps they're buying from a sofer who's not who's not not necessarily the best sofer, and there's there there are mistakes in the ksav itself. And so says the Mishnah be some Musa, one we should think about in general for our, our religious life. The same way. When it comes to our possessions and our clothing, we go out of our way to get beautiful clothing. No one walks around looking like a schlump. You go and you pay money for it. And you want it to look nice. You want our stuff to look nice. Certainly when it comes to the things we're buying, the the items we buy for Hashem, for Torah, for mitzvos, we shouldn't We shouldn't be in Psalm saying, we shouldn't be uh, all parsimonious saying, why would I spend so much money? It's just a mitzvah. It's just the opposite. We should go out of our way to spend spend as much as we can to buy the most beautiful things. Um, and I always thought this is interesting, a little bit of a muster here to talk about. I know there are some people complain, you know, a person spends a couple hundred dollars on an S-Rogue. How can they spend a couple hundred dollars on an S-Rogue? And my response always was, like, if you lived your life in a way that, that's a crazy expense. So I get, the, I, I get to some extent what, what the criticism is. But oftentimes, people spend thousands of dollars on Yom Tif. Perhaps they're going away for, for Yom Tif, perhaps. You're just spending thousands of dollars on the food and the and vacation and the and the and where they're going to Cholomoid. And suddenly, when it comes to uh, the actual mitzvah of Yom Tif, they're like, oh, no, no, don't spend so much money. And it should be just the opposite. Our priority should be, if we're going to spend money, first should come the, the Lulav Nestor, first should come the Chefsei Shemayim, and afterwards we can think about, well, what about the Gashmis aspect, the, the, the food, the drink, where we're going to go in Cholomoid, etc. And that's what he says, because of Dark Moshe, the Dark the Dark Moshe, who's the Ramah, the Ramah says, a person should go in, 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 in Lahader to get beautiful tefillin. Because the, the Apostle says, this is my God and I will glorify him. And the Apostle of Zechelev Anveyu comes to teach us, comes to tell us that we are supposed to glorify God. How do you glorify God? With hidden mitzvah. But getting beautiful items of, that are going to be a mitzvah. A safer Torah, tefillin, etc. Uh, no, you should get. You should have a beautiful cloth. It should have beautiful writing, etc. That is all in Simon Aleph, Simon Beis. Mitzvah and Yosem Aleph, I call Yom. There's a mitzvah to wear tefillin on one's on oneself the entire day. One should really wear tefillin all day. It's a, it's a mitzvah during the day. Avum they should but because we need to have a a a, a clean body. We can't even pass gas around them. You have to, you have, you can't be daydreaming and think about other mundane things. And not every person is able to live up to these expectations, these lofty expectations of how they have to comport themselves when they're wearing tefillin. The minute developed not to wear them all day. Therefore, a person has to be extra careful that they're at least very, at the very least, wearing wearing their tefillin, wearing their tefillin uh, during Krishma and during tefillah. Says the Mishnah Simon Gimel. This is in Sif in, in Sif Cotton Hay. Liosim Allah again. Your person should wear tefillin all day. And the interesting, the Bira Lacha points out here, there's a, there's a big machlokas, how to understand these words fill in all day. Is it that there's a mitzvah to words fill in for a moment every day? And then the rabbis came along and said, yeah, but really wear it as long as you can. Or the opposite, there's a mitzvah to wear it all day, and the rabbis came along and said, because we can, so at least wear it for a few minutes. The Yosem loved, because man, So, 
the Mishdebura is commenting on the end of this Shulchan Aruch. And the Shulchan Aruch says, Mitzvah word all day, but nowadays, what can you do? We can't, we can't, again, we can't live up to these expectations, so at least wear it during Krishman's Tzvila, because then at least after a short time for Krishman's Tzvila, you can, you can, you're able to control yourself. Shaz Krishman, the whole car Krishman below Tzvilin, Ilo made Eidu Shekhar Ba'atzmo. Because says the Mishdebura quoting again Chazal, and something to know about the Mishdebura is he's very often quoting Chazal. Anyone who reads uh, Krishma and doesn't wear Tzvilin, and what do we read in Krishna? How we're all part of Krishna is you're going to you know, bind the tefillin on our hands and on our head. So anyone who re- re- reads Krishna and not wearing tefillin, it's as if they're made a shek. They're saying they're saying falsehood about themselves. But someone is very sick, they should find at least for one moment to wear tefillin. Someone is sick and they can't they can't control themselves for at least for one tiny moment. Even if you can't do Krishna, then you should at least for a moment wear tefillin. That this that we say about the bare minimum where tefillin for the recitation of Krishna and tefillah, that's again for everyone. But someone who's not Maisa, someone who's trying to live a little more, you know, live up and try to do more, so they can at least they should they should learn a little after davening. We should all learn a little after davening, and for that we're tefillin as well. And I know I believe Rav Shechter, that's what he does. He does halacha a little bit halacha after davening. He's always wearing his tefillin. Ach yezuzar shalot davar behem davar betelim, but don't speak davar uh, betelim things that are not uh, that are not um, that are not. Uh, I don't have kedusha. They're just batel that are a random mundane that matters. That is the Dvar Matelam who because if you're talking about uh, things, the mundane things, you might also come to forget your wearing tefillin, which also is a problem. And that concludes the first day of Mishnah Brura Yomi, and I wish you all a wonderful day.